Well, it is uh, good to be getting back into the routine of things. Uh, I was able to celebrate the 10 o'clock Mass on Christmas Eve and then uh, this morning this Mass, and maybe by next week uh, I'll be able to do two in a row. Actually, the good Bishop Binzer, that man, he calls me up in the beginning of the week and he says, can I come back? I mean, he really loves this place, and I think that is very much due to all of you being here uh, and, and being so good in our prayer together. So it was good to have him back with us this morning. You know, I, I come from a family, as I think most know here, of 10, and I'm the oldest. My father uh, just turned 82 right before Christmas. My mother uh, is 79, uh, suffering a, a bit of dementia as uh, she reaches uh, that older time in her life. And, uh, you know, when I think back uh, on my growing up, uh, I, never, I never heard my parents complain uh, about 10 kids or uh, what it takes to feed us or uh, to make Christmas as merry and joyful as it always was. Uh, you know, they, uh, they understood and, and realized uh, the gift that they had in their children, and uh, despite the fact that my father and I would get into it once in a while, uh, as I think is typical of all father-son relationships, um, but uh, again, never, never complained. Always, uh, always good to us and generous to us. Uh, beyond, quite frankly, looking back of it, back on it, uh, anything that 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 I can imagine. And one of the things that. Uh, uh, they were proud of their ten kids, uh, and, and all of us, except one brother, looked the same. Uh, and uh, in the, the eastern part of Cincinnati, if anybody runs into one of us, they know we're a Schmidt. You know, it's, it's very easy to uh, distinguish us. Um, and uh, so they were proud of their big family, and, and that's one of the things I love about this place. And I think that, that really, in a way, here at St. Margaret, uh, families feel safe about in this age that we live in, uh, about having uh, more than one or two children, uh, it's celebrated here, and that's a, a wonderful thing. You know, I, I hear from time to time, you know, moms are in the grocery store and they got their four or five kids with them, and people are staring at them or or saying nasty things to them, which is just so very, very unfortunate. Uh, but here at at St. Margaret, we we do celebrate the family, and and that is something very wonderful. But we do live in a world where, unfortunately, uh, the family is in many ways uh, uh, under scrutiny and, uh, and very much so under attack. And, and some of the questions are about the very nature of this most ancient and central institution. You know, what is a family? What is necessary for a, a family to exist? For what purposes do families exist? Uh, just a little over a year ago, um, Pope now Emeritus, uh, Benedict, um, he gave a, a Christmas address to the Roman Curia. And in this address, he focused on the family. And he noted that, and I quote here, there is no denying the crisis that threatens it to its foundations, especially 
in the Western world. And he goes on, he, he goes on to explain that the family is important because he says, within the family exists, and again, I'll quote here, the authentic setting in which to hand on the blueprint of human existence. And this is something that we learn by living it with others and, quite frankly, in a family, suffering it with others. And he then said something that is worth pondering on this feast of the Holy Family. He says, so it became clear that the question of the family is not just about a uh, a particular social construct, but it is about man himself, about what he is and what it takes to be authentically human. Put another way, the reality of the family is rooted in the truth of man. Man is created by God, and, and so he can have eternal and life-giving communion with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Now, the very first sentence of the Catechism of the Catholic Church makes this clear. It says, God, infinitely perfect and blessed in himself, in a plan of sheer goodness, freely created man to make him share in his own blessed life. Now I want to do a little aside here. Um, on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I know many of you were here and many of you were not. You were off with uh, your other family, you know, grandmas and grandpas in other places. And we handed out this compendium of the Catholic Church, and, and it has those same words in its first stanza. And there are more copies of this if you did not get it. Unfortunately, there are none left back here, but if you go out to the front door, you'll be able to pick up a copy of this. And it is a, a gift of a parishioner this year who was kind enough to purchase a thousand copies of that. So please, if you've not taken a copy, do so. So, to go back to my homily, you know, how is God going about, quite frankly, the business of saving us? And how is God doing that? And we are told that he calls together all men, scattered and divided by sin, into the unity of his family. Of his family, that's... He calls us into his church. And this is why the Son, the second person of the Trinity, this is why he becomes man. This is why we celebrate Christmas and this continued celebration of Christmas in the Feast of the Holy Family. You know, this is why the Holy Spirit, through the sacraments, makes us God's adopted children and thus heirs of this blessed life that God wants for us. Now, this is heady stuff. And 
No doubt, which is one reason the reality of the Holy Family is so important. Because the Holy Family reveals how true theology is lived out in true charity. In other words, in the daily work and rhythm of your families, of family life, And thus, the exhortation from Sirach that we hear this morning, he says this, and listen to this very carefully. Whoever honors his father atones for sins and preserves himself from them. And we have similar words of wisdom from the Apostle Paul this morning, and he says, and whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You know, this is, this is not about simply following the rules, but it's about giving it's about giving one's self to others in the family, in selfless love. Because it was the overflow of God's selfless love that, that brought about creation and brings about us in the first place. And this means recognizing the dignity and the worth of others while also recognizing our proper relationship with one another. It's in the family where we learn all of this. And Pope Benedict noted that today there, there is a very serious crisis when it comes to the human capacity to make a commitment. And he says that that, of course, and, and I think we all know this through common sense, that's essential to true family life. You know, the Son, Jesus, the Son committed himself to the work of the Father and was born of Mary the Virgin. And then Mary committed herself to the Word of God, trusting completely in the divine plan. And then Joseph committed himself to Mary and Jesus, obeying God despite all the effort that was required. And Jesus on the cross cried out, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. This Jesus whose birth we celebrated on Christmas Day, was willing to die for a lost family, the tribes of Israel, bringing into being a new family, the church, in which we, you and, and me, and, and each and every other human person we know can become authentically human. And that's what we celebrate in these days of Christmas. 
the, the blessedness that God chose to share with us. You know, God could have just created the earth and the animals and, and left it all at that. But he wanted to share himself so deeply with all of us, and he want, wants for us to enjoy the same blessings that, that he is, love. And we find that love authentically in our family.